Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Already is Recruitment podcast. Today, I have Logan and Dells back with us, which is fantastic. Um, back up to full strength. Yep. Uh, so last week, we started talking about, you know, the, the the concept that, you know, once you start praying for God to change your character and transform you from the inside out, then you enter a period where it can get really rough because then God starts answering that prayer and putting us in situations where we have to rely on him and have a different perspective in order to get through it. And uh, I wanted to spend the next few weeks talking about prayer and how, what do we pray to get through these, what can be super hard times, right? So um, last week was, what are you going to pray? That was our our question at the end of the podcast. So um, what am I going to pray? It depends on the situation, but most of the time I find myself in hard times is because I stopped relying on God in some way and started trying to do it on my own. And so I do like a three-step mantra prayer where it's, can you know, God, I can't handle the situation. I know you can, so I'm going to let you. And sometimes it's a desperate prayer where it's like, I can't, I know you can, I'm going to let you. Or like, uh, I can't, you can, I'm getting out of the way. It's like a super quick one, right? Because I like know it's there and i'll just repeat it in like some variation of that like i can't you can i'm giving it to you uh, i can't you can i submit like that sort of thing uh until whatever the situation gets through changes right um and typically when i do that i uh hear god and like you know i immediately get this feeling of rejoicing because i get to submit to him again and things change so that's what happens for me now um, in a pretty quick succession, no matter how bad it is. Even in the worst of times I've had in the past you know, few years of sobriety, I can remember a couple of really intense dark times. And, you know, it was like, I had like, you know, a half a mile walking and making that prayer and all of a sudden everything changed. Right. So um, those are the things that for me uh, get me through the really hard times. So uh with that i'll kind of kick it over to logan uh let you talk about that um yeah i'm i'm in a similar similar place where you know when, when i have those dark times it's usually it's usually that i've i've give i've tried to take control again um i've tried to you know take the reins again and then i find myself hopeless because you know, I don't, you know, I, I usually take the, try to take the reins of control because I want to make things better. And then i quickly encounter the fact that I can't. And, uh, so I, my voice is a little raspy this morning cause I'm, I'm getting over a cold, but, um, but the, um, I generally go back to, um, I generally go back to scripture. A lot of times I pray through scripture but i i find myself a lot of times in the psalms my my favorite one being uh psalm 51 10 and this is a this is it's a psalm from david like a a psalm of repentance but my favorite place is it says created me a clean heart O god and renew a steadfast spirit within me do not cast me away from your presence do not take your holy spirit from me restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit and actually, there's there's like an old Maranatha song that always comes to my 
in my mind that like my mom used to listen to in the kitchen when I was growing up and it's super cheesy and old and I'm not going to sing it because I would destroy it right now. Um, but it's that, it's that verse. And I guess what it does is it reminds me that actually David is asking the Lord to create in him a clean heart, not, Oh Lord, let me clean my heart. And then you can you know, come back into relationship with me. It's actually the entire process. He's like, I know my heart is unclean. I know that I'm far from you. I know that I'm not even capable of doing what is required. So I'm actually going to even submit to you and ask you to do the whole process. Create my clean heart. Allow me back into your presence. It's um, restore me, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Um, and I think that's, that's a big part of it too. Whenever I get to the place where I'm, I'm like hopeless or, you know, I sometimes, you know, that victim that stuff starts uh, creeping in is just the reminder of how blessed I've been through salvation. And like, there's, there's like no way I could deserve that. And it's so much more than I could ever really ask for. And so those, the dual threat of like repenting and getting back to a place where I acknowledge that God is in control. And then at the same time, dwelling a little bit on what I've already been gifted with. Um, just creates a, a good um, heart space for me so that I can, you know, re-engage and generally get over myself and my own desire to, you know, control everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, that's my thing. I'm just trying to control everything <laughs> so I can be okay. Yeah. All right, Dell. how about you? Yeah, I think uh, my we've we've chatted a little bit about my prayers and it's the one that i've i've given or um on the podcast but it's uh, i stick with the simple program of when some well first of all i start with the serenity every morning right and because i know what's going to happen through the day um between having a little puppy three kids and you know <clears throat> battling some weather everything the chaos in life right so it's uh I ask God for serenity, courage, and wisdom. Um, and throughout the day, I try to work off a very simple flow chart before I really dive into this too, is, is um, when something cur- occurs, it's merely an external stimuli. And I have to ask myself all the time, is this something I can change? Right. And that's straight from the prayer. So it's um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So the serenity, courage, and wisdom is the basis of the day. And that wisdom is hard because I don't claim to be the wisest man. And I also um, have to ask myself during that flow chart, can I change this? Right. And you think you can, cause you think you can control everything. And you think that, um, you know, the ego gets in the way I got this and, you know, I don't, and I need help and I need people around me. And so that's really that I rely on that wisdom that to know the difference of what I can and can't change throughout the day. Um, in addition to the prayers, I, I listen to, like I've always said, some YouTube videos, some inspirational stuff that gets me going every morning. So I always take, it used to be guided meditations, and I've swung that way, ironically, to more prayers, more inspirational stuff. I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm an ex-athlete that I'm a rah-rah guy, and, and that's what really fits uh, my needs. I get upset because YouTube puts some 
commercials in the middle of it when you're walking around getting all hyped, but for the day, but uh, that's upsetting. So um, really the, that's the basis for what I do uh, in the morning and, and my prayers, Todd. That's awesome. Um, so over the next few weeks, I kind of wanted to dig into several different prayers that I know have helped me help lots of other people. So, so we're going to go through some of the prayers uh, that, that have been written down by people wiser than me, and we'll probably continue to talk about some of the stuff that helps uh, Logan, myself, and Dell get through things, right, uh, as far as that goes. Um, so today I wanted to cover um, the Lord's Prayer. Um, part of the reason why I wanted to cover it is because it's like, in every Christian 12-step meeting I've ever been to, we close with it, which is pretty awesome. And then um, there's a lot of stuff in there to me that models a change of heart that helps us, right? Like, you know, I mean, of course it does because it was given by Jesus, right? But it's a, I don't know, I just I come back to it so often because of how much it changes my heart, right? So... Um, I'll, I'll read it really quick, and then we can kind of talk about it. Um, so this is the way I have it memorized. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, of which we forgive those who trespass against us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. That is the one that I have memorized. Uh, I know there's little differences that everybody has on it, or translations. Um, but for me, there's like, you know, man, so many things that, uh, happen, right? For me, it's like the beginning of it is acknowledging that God is, you know, like outside of me and greater than I could possibly imagine. Um, I love how it is a communal prayer. That is a prayer of we, not me. Um, it gives me the portion of like the most important thing I have to do every day, which is forgive stuff that's uh, harmed me and ask for forgiveness from God. And then the last part of thy kingdom come like, like transform this world into something that is closer to you and to heaven. Right. So, um, I don't know. It kind of covers all these external things. And for me, I just, I love it as a model for me because it's not this, um, it's not a Santa Claus prayer. It's not a God give me and then it's like something external that's going to make my life better that's material. Uh, give me more money. Give me a house to live in. Give me food or uh, like give me a new car. All these things, right? Um, and like sometimes like those prayers are really needed because you're in a desperate situation. Uh, but so many times they're like, like a prayer of, I think I'll be happy when not a prayer of I'm in submission to you. And so I just love the model of that particular prayer. Um, I'd love to hear Logan's point of view on it from a theological perspective, but first I'm going to kick it to Dell from his, like, you know, his spiritual journey perspective of where he's at in life, what he thinks about it. Cause I think there's a lot of value from where you're at 
uh, Dell first. Then we'll like hear the the Pastor Logan interpretation of it. Yeah, as far as the Lord's Prayer, I I think that that one was really hard for me because that's when I first even encountered it when I bridged the gap to being you know starting off in sobriety and I remember <laughs> and it you know it's hard for me to actually reflect back on this but I wouldn't say it I would just kneel my head down and and kind of look around and see who had their eyes opened and and things like that and then um you know I found myself early on skipping you know God in within the prayers as I started to learn them and then um you come to that point in your life where you have to, you submit and you say, Hey, that, you know, I need to forge a better life with myself and what I've been doing in my belief system in the past has led me to the situation I was in as an alcoholic, as a, just not living to my potential as a person. So the growth of mine is, um, you know, basically going and embracing the the prayers and and being able to say the god to turn myself to a higher power um you know that's really what and 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 that took time i was so indoctrinated into a belief system i had given it so much prana and it's really really hard to reconstruct who you are as a person it's really hard to um to make those changes. Um, so it kind of hits home. As you can see, it's a little emotional for me to even discuss, you know, where I was versus where I am. And everybody wants to ask me what were those changes as, as if there was some silver bullet that hit me one day and it wasn't. Um, I've always talked about the undeniable forces and, in my life and through the the prayers and actually listening to people and embracing them, um, you start to open up and you start to just feel like I say all the time, undeniable forces. Like, why would you have this? Why would you pursue this route? Why would you have the, a completely new belief system? And it's, it's not one thing. It's a series of incidences in my life. And also it's the series, it's the, common theme and the common thread of the people who were there for me when I was in the darkest time, um, nearly going to lose everything. So, um, a little bit more than I thought I was going to be able to say, Todd, but, uh, that's, um, that's a quick summary, not, uh, not so quick summary. <laughs> uh, um, I just love being able to hear about your journey with it. Right. Cause it's, um, it's pretty cool to be walking beside you during it. So, all right, Logan, um, I'd love to well, hear. It's decidedly kind of... honest too, which is, yeah. which is yeah. uh, one of the things that we absolutely love about you, Dell is honest about the process because I, you know, for me, when I first time I, I heard this prayer, you know, I was a little kid. And so I just, you know, you, your parents are telling you like, Oh, you know, this is a prayer that we pray. And so I didn't come to it with that skeptical, worldview it was just something that is like you know part of my the part of my history but i never i never the one of the the 
and the benefits of that is that you looked at it from a skeptical perspective. And so, you know, you had to actually process it rather than just, you know, accepting it and then figuring out later, oh, there's this thing that I chant or say, and I have no idea what it means. And having to dig that value out later, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting to see that and to, you know, to be an observer of that. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the, ironically, the first time that um, I actually was able to just listen to this, my I, full honesty, my first thoughts were, wait, that's the prayer I always hear in the scary movies when people are hiding away <laughs> and the knife attackers out there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know that prayer from scary movies, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, you grow, you mature, and you realize that, wait, there's a little bit more to this than that first few sentences you heard in a scary movie when the kid was hiding under the bed right yeah yeah you you realize we're all living in a scary movie no (laughs) 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 um i mean from a perspective of from a theological perspective i mean it's it's i mean i mean this is a really old prayer i think from the like 1300s or 1400s that's been continually updated over time um, but I think there's some, there's some, there's reasons why, and I forget the, the, you know, theological, not theological, but philosophical reason, reasoning there, there's a, a, a philosopher who posited that things that stick with us over long periods of time have truth. Um, and you know, and that was actually one of the things that if something is, if you look through human history for thousands of years, hundreds of years or whatever, if something sticks around that there's some inherent truth in it that like we connect with, you'd say it's like, there's something true about bread, you know, mm-hmm. it's cause we continually have it and we've had it forever. And you know, there's something true about it. So there's something true about this prayer that that's something inside of us resonates with. Um, but I, I think, you know, from a theological perspective, I mean, it follows a pattern of, I think, I think the pattern of this prayer is actually more important than the actual words that you're saying, because what it does is um, the Bible says that like that we enter his courts with Thanksgiving or we, and then we enter his gates with praise. And there's a, there's a, there's a process of acknowledging the Lord before we enter into an, an intimacy with him. That like there's praise. Praise is not about us. It's about him. And praise as an action is to talk about how great God is. And then we then move into more of a, you know, so that's kind of the way that the, the temple was constructed. You know, there's, there's an outer court, there's gates, and then there's a holy place that you come into. And that's where, and then there's the Holy of Holies, which was inside of that, which is where the, which is where the Lord's presence would actually, you know, would, would, would dwell. And so there's this process of like, coming closer and closer in this pattern of coming closer and closer in intimacy with him. And it starts by entering the gates and then to the courts. And that's the outer side. It's not even in the temple yet. And so like that praise goes before. And then as we come into it, there's more of that worshipful intimacy. And so it's our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So it's like hallowed, hallowed or holy, you know, you're basically acknowledging that, that God is who he is, who he says he's, is and then you're saying holy is your name it's not about me it's actually about you first thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and it's like and then that's that giving up of control that's that 
hey, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, yours, not mine. And so there's that process of like, you're great. I'm giving over to you. I'm trusting you and saying that you're, the stuff that you want to happen is that is, is, I'm on board with you. And then that give us our day, our this, this day, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us is like that. And then now it is the ask, but it, the ask comes after the acknowledgement that he is worthy, regardless of whether or not he says yes or not, his worthiness is established. And we've, we've established that we're going along with his plan, not our own, but we are, we have this relationship with him. Of course we have needs. And so we're bringing him our need. Give us this day, our daily bread, as in this is just give me what I need today and I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) That acknowledgement that this is a, this is a, a process that is going to continually over and over again, that we're not asking for give me everything I need for my life, because then that would get me into a place where I'm in control. Again, it would be impossible to maintain that, that brokenness that's required to, to live this life with him. If he gave us everything that we needed until the end of time, um, you know, he, we, he's, we need to continue to come back because it's, an, it's good for us in our heart to come back again and again and again. Um, and then he is faithful to, you know, to get, to, to say yes again and again, and again, and to give us what we need. Um, and then the time, the, the one that I usually pray, pray then ends, uh, uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, but that, that acknowledgement that he's leading us, that he's our shepherd. Um, and so I think that the, the pattern of that, the, and so I try to pattern that after when I, when I pray as well, like, to start my prayers, if I can, there's sometimes when you're just too desperate, but starting my prayers, if I can, which is saying, Lord, you're good. You're amazing. You're awesome. And starting with praise to, to, to come into his, his gates with Thanksgiving and praise and try to thank him and say, thank you so much that you've done whatever. Um, and trying to follow that pattern, um, work seems to be the, I mean, we find that pattern in other prayers as well, um, in scripture. So, there's my soapbox about prayer structure. <laughs> There's yeah. like five people out there listening who are actually interested, in but you know, <laughs> I think it's important. Well, uh, I'd like to hear the biblical perspective of a practical spiritual journey, right? Like so that, is, that we can always tie it back into something that is, um, you know, theologically biblically based, um, even though we're like working it out on our own in a lot of ways, right? Um, that that that's there. So that that's why I love hearing your kind of perspective on it, right? So, and like, you know, nobody's a perfect expert on theology because it's like you know impossible, right? It just is. Um, but but I, I like hearing the perspective on that, right? Um, and there's like no right way or wrong way to pray. Um, but, but I, I, I think there's a way that like, there's, there's, there are prayers that like transform us. And that's kind of the thing that that I was wanting to talk about here over the next several weeks is prayers that transform us so that we can be okay. Everything, even though any, like, even though everything is not okay. Right. Um, and that, that's kind of what I think this is 
I know it feels like the majority of prayers that have been clearly answered for me have been answered in that context, right? Of transforming me. So I've, so I'm okay, even though everything is not okay. Um, that that's, that's for me, what has like really transformed and enriched my life and especially my walk with God and giving me this, um, stamina and endurance and ability to just, you know, have a really, really deep, rich life. And, and it's that transformation there, right? Cause you know, there's countless situations in my life that will never be okay. Um, that if I dwelt on, um, I'd just be miserable, irritable, and discontent and be a victim again and all those things. Uh, but when I live this part of the life, then, then everything's okay. And that's just like, I don't know, this magic part of this whole thing for me. So, um, and the longer I go on and the more I get to talk to like you and Dell and uh, my friends in recovery and my pastor friends and uh, walk beside people as they walk through life, the more just thankful and grateful I am that I get to do it this way. So, um, well, um, I don't know. Did you guys have any other like things you wanted to add on into this as far as how it's affected your life thus far? I'm, well, I'll be having discussions on little ones here. The next yeah. week we'll talk about the serenity prayer, but go ahead, Del. No, I mean, this is real quick, but I, when I look back at um, one of the gateways for me to actually to prayer or meditation, um, the spirituality aspect was uh, Logan, the rock star and that band that uh, when I was online watching and um, I think we did something outside when you introduced me to uh the song Waymaker, right? Yeah. And and uh, that one right there, there was a few aspects of that song that really um, hit me hard, right? Um, and so just that feeling that when the music was there and, you know, I know you're not signed by Sony Records, Logan, or anything like that, but the purity. Not, not yet. The, <laughs> <laughs> but just the purity and the human emotion and the interconnectivity that I felt while that was going on. And I can't even tell you. I mean, it's I've got, what, three different versions of that song in my favorites. I, <laughs> I feel a little corny because I go back and forth between teenage bebop music and Waymaker on the treadmill, but it worked for me. So, um, but I think that <laughs> that song is like, I've ruined every version on YouTube on, I mean, they've got 30 minute versions that you can just have on. I've got a, I think I've got a seven minute and a four minute on my uh, favorites that, you know, when you, when you gotta, you know, put the headphones on and blast Waymaker. You got to put the headphones on and blast Waymaker, man. So um, I think that that was really a gateway to expanding and it was via music and it was live with you guys out there and just a, a really cool experience for me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, there's those things and there's those things that just, you know, they just stick with us. They resonate with us and there's truth in, in, in there. And, um, 
and you know it just it finds us it finds us when we we most need it and then we those things kind of hang on for us i mean i i have the same thing i have i have some worship songs that like i just continue to go back to and you know they they function a lot like you know i mean they they're just sung prayers um and so you know whether whether that prayer is recited or whether it's sung um you know there's there's things that resonate with us you know that uh that just find us when you know when when we desperately need them and they they speak to us the you know the truth of his word and so i mean uh, that's that's great to great to know that uh there's some that, that had an effect um my bad rendition of waymaker <laughs> but um for, fortunately fortunately our our worship band has progressed to the point where i'm not having to lead the, most of the worship songs i just get to play bass and uh, you know and, and sing chorus or whatever um some because more talented people exist um but i mean i think that that comes back to you know f- for me there's um you know, we can we can withstand almost anything as humans. We're very resilient if 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 we, I don't know, if we just have hope. You know, if we if we, um, you know, hope is such a powerful, incredible thing, um, but it's also hard to, it's hard to, to drum up inside of ourselves. And so, you know, that that when I recite these things or listen to the to the right worship song or whatever, what it does is it just brings me back to a place where I realize that there's hope. Um, and then, you know, that he is going to, that, you know, there's an end to it. Something will, will, will give, and I'm not always going to be in the situation that I'm in. I'm not always going to feel powerless. I'm not always going to feel, you know, you know, the the way I do right now, you know, that things are going to change, give me some perspective. And so I think that's the power of, that's the power of prayers is, um, it's something I've always struggled with because prayer to me, like when I was younger, always felt like I was just like asking somebody else to do something, but I was kind of just giving up my own responsibility for it. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, such an immature way of, of looking at prayer. Really what it is, is it's, it's just an acknowledgement of who's actually in control, but it's a process continually reminding ourselves of that is just, it, it's a, it's a process that's definitely worth going through. So it could be something from, I don't remember, what was, there was those, those, I remember growing up, we had these little cards in the middle of the table and my, someone had given my mom one time or whatever, and you take the top off and you take this little card out and it has like a little prayer on it or whatever. And you, and they're like cheesy or whatever. Um, but I remember some of those like, you know, or that like, you know, they stick with you like, oh man, that's, that's, that's good. Or, you know, at the time when, when you need to hear it. So. Yeah. Um, uh, every once in a while, Logan just texts me like, I love this worship song. And then I'll yeah. listen to it. It always <laughs> makes me cry. So uh, if you want another one to add into there, uh, Dell, a firm foundation. Yeah, oh my gosh. That one in that one's yeah. yeah, yeah it's going to make Logan cry right now. That wrecks, that wrecks you'll have to, you'll have to text it, but it, it was yeah. funny because, you know, I'm a David Goggins guy, and if you don't know him, um, no big deal. But it's always like, work, be an animal, go run, you know, just for workout stuff. And when they were first singing, what drew me to that song, Waymaker, was um, you never stop, you never stop working. And I thought that was me. Like, I got to keep working. I got to get. And then I started to dissect the song. And I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Like, I don't have to do everything. Like, 
this is talking about other people working for me and how to, you know, and it really just hit me like a brick, like, like, dude, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to just, if you can't control it, give it away and just move on. Right. And, and do, you know what you need to do daily, do those things. And as long as I do those things, a lot of other stuff just magically works out. (laughs) Yep. So that, that just a little bit of trivia for you, that, that, um, that's that worship song was written by a Nigerian worship leader, um, a lady who, had had been writing music for a while, had never had anything, you know, hit. And that one hit in this, the first, first, I think African-American uh, number one worship song just blew, blew out the billboards and like totally changed, totally changed her life. Um, but just an incredible, uh, like, you know, she, I, English was like the third language she learned or something like that. You know, so it was, it was really incredible. Uh, we had a worship leader come up a couple of weeks ago and he specifically taught, told us about he was leading a bunch of people in in an exercise of writing songs and everyone's like i can't write a worship song he's like well she didn't think she could either she was like you know when she first started she didn't have any formal training and she just wrote this song and then it totally you know it took off and it resonated with people and you know went went around the world wow pretty cool yeah yeah um yeah all those things that are Sung prayers always hit me super hard. So, um, yeah, it engages so. a different part of your brain when you sing. Mm-hmm. So, yes. when we, we, we're talking about prayers when we do this. Then we when we do the one on worship, man. You know, we're we're you know, you got to give me. Well, those will be hour and a half long ones because then I'll have to <laughs> wax eloquent about those. <laughs> so, all right. Well, man, guys, thank you so much for being on with me today and being willing to be so open and talk about what's going on in your lives and and that. I just, I love that so much. So uh, would either one of you want to pray us out today? Oh, well, we'll wait a second before we pray us out. Um, for next week's question that we'll answer um, is how will you listen to God, listen for God in your prayer time? Like, what what are you going to do to meditate and listen for god like structure wise in your life how are you going to do that so um because i think that's a important part of prayer is giving some quiet time for for god to respond back right and that whisper that he normally responds back to me so um would either of you like to pray us out today or would you guys like me to do today i think you or logan's got it Mine right. is short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I'll handle it. Lord, we do thank you for this opportunity to come together. Thank you for both of these other men who are encouragement to me. Thank you for putting them in my life. Lord, I pray that this um, that this would find the, um, the person who needs to hear it and inspire them. Um, inspire them by who you are and what you've done. And uh, give them the, the patience to maybe withstand and 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 hold fast through uh difficult times in life we thank you again for um making this happen giving us the time and the resources in order to to invest in this in jesus name amen amen